Welcome everybody to the MGA Mediocast. My name is Straight Willie Dills, co-founder. I'm here with El Presidente John Lucky Kick Morley. What's up, John? <laughs> MCO. Uh, <laughs> that, of course, is John driving right now. We are on the way to Las Vegas. ETA seven something ish. Yeah, seven something ish. All right. Uh, and Couple it is more hours. It is raining. It's been raining. The entire time. It has. Uh, but we thought we'd, we'd bring you guys a Mediocast, one more Mediocast before the worlds happen. And uh, we don't really have notes, so we're just going to kind of ramble for a little bit here, yeah. talk about some stuff. Stuff, stuff will come up. Stuff will come up. I want to start, though, that John, John has hit me to a thing that I guess I, guess I did subconsciously. But since we've been driving, he's told me about uh, a thing he does, I guess, which is try to create soundtracks in his life mm. to remember special moments. <laughs> tell, if, us, tell us this theory, Jeff. Well, if, if you have a terrible memory and the years are all running together, it is critical that you listen to some new music, some new releases. It's got to be new music it is the thing. It has to be new music. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, it could be new to you as well. It would still work. Uh, but well, the, the thing is, it, ha it can't be tied to an old memory, right? It can't be tied to an old memory. That's the thing. What if it's an album that I just haven't ever tied to a memory yet, but I have heard before? Can I now tie it to this? Is that possible? No one's ever tried that. No before, one's ever really. tried. <laughs> yeah. But what we're talking about here is basically, you know, we all have music that we associate with certain times in our life, and we can. It's very nostalgic for us. It's comforting to go back and listen to it. Uh, but if you just always listen to that, you're not creating any of those new memories uh, that you can then go back to later and, and bring those memories back up. So I've done it with a couple trips the past couple years, uh, and it works like a charm. You just you find a new album, you listen to it a couple times throughout the trip. You have to like hammer it home. You got to hammer it home. Now. Okay. Uh, you do have to listen to it a couple times to where it actually sounds, you, you actually know the songs by the end of it. Okay. And then, yeah, you're good to go. You've locked it in for life. You All can right. listen to that shit 20 years later and you'll be like, oh yeah, it was fucking pouring rain the whole way to Vegas that right. day. Yeah. And you can and like we cry to, a little uh, bit, laugh a little bit. Listen to the Flatliners depending on the what, Yeah. There. Yeah. So we're trying it with the Flatliners so far. Although I'm, I'm going to try to, because we don't know if that one's locked in yet. I think we're gonna to have to give that one like maybe one more. Sure. But I think showing you the impossibles could be yours as well. I'll put that back on now that you've heard it once at some point and see if you know. Willie's trying all sorts of strange <laughs> I'm, permutations on I'm this. I'm in the lab, baby. He already, this is like Inception. He already has memories tied to the impossibles and well, now he's trying to create new memories for me sure. with his old memories. It's We don't know if it can be done. I, You know, I guess, We've already kind of been doing it in the past because I do associate some of the MJ parody songs with those particular years of the MJ, right? right? Yeah. So Medio Gaga year was last year. Yeah. Uh, I remember very well, like Let's Keep Up was a year. Yeah. Um, some of these may be recycled this year. Uh, we, we didn't have time to really get in the lab and make some, oh, I didn't feel comfortable with what I had. So I kind of, things are on the back burner there. We also got to get Janssen. So Janssen and me had all these plans to collab. Mm -hmm. I was going to go to his Singer, buddy's... Singer of yes, uh, Medio Gaga. Gaga fame, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, also, just a great guy great and a great man. media. Um, he had a guy who helped with the mixing and recording last year for Media Gaga, which is You're a shipping container, right? Uh, I guess I don't know. Like, I, but we were supposed to like go to his place okay. and like do something again live together. Then apparently, this guy's so good that he's like on tour with somebody oh, right now. Wow. Yeah. Selfish. Yeah. <laughs> Some other asshole yeah. is making great parody songs right now, <laughs> and it's not us. Uh, but yeah, so any uh, any other medios out there who are on your way, we assume you're listening to this like on the plane, or if you're right. driving in the car, because we're getting there obviously a day before. This will be out today. I'm gonna literally put this out. I, I'm gonna just put it out from the road here. Um, we'll get a couple of photos for the article from the road. This is a literal, we're, we're podcasting at 84 miles per hour, right? I mean, driving right, at 70 miles, exactly. Take the photo right now. Yeah, okay. I'm there you go. To, try not to crash while doing it. All right, yeah. Literally, right. we are podcasting. Oh, no, what if we <laughs> this okay. is This is going to go in uh, that Reddit R final photos. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's pretty that's good. That's pretty good. That's the one right there. So that's going into the article. Uh, and uh, yeah, and we're gonna see some of some of the medias are already there. Right. Uh, I've gotten word. Rob Christie's already there. I think you were getting some emails Bill this Dozer's morning. There. Bill Dozer's there. Yeah. Uh, any other like volunteers or anybody coming in tonight? Uh, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> that we don't know. John, I need you to look that up right now. Sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is you know it's still early. People will start kind of sprinkling in. Wednesday night, I think, is when a lot of guys are coming. Um, and so, and I think some guys are planning to do stuff. Like, they've already kind of made plans for Wednesday night, so that's cool. If you're coming I'll in be, Wednesday. Yeah, we'll be by the hotel. Yeah? Yeah. I, no that's, plans. that's my real plan, is just to kind of walk I mean, around and run into people the, at this point. Uh, the Gold Spike last year... That was a place with the... Oh, is that the across the street yeah. or whatever? Okay. I still think that's a that's a legit spot to go. Hey, All right, hip if tip. If it's roller derby night. <laughs> yeah, hip tip, head yeah. over to the Gold Spike. Gold Spike. It's literally like down the street or across, across the, street. the street. Yeah. And they got a big got a backyard game. area with like giant games. versions of different games. So a good place for medios to just go kind of wander to if you don't know where anybody is. Try to figure out if medios are around. Um... I, I've, been, I've been talking with John about good ways to to make sure medios are noticeable to other medios. You know, because we are at, a, it's not like the Grand is like a, a Vegas hotspot. It's not, like the, the Nugget, I think, was a little more, right. there's a lot of people there all the time. Right. It's there's a, more, we, more people passing through the Nugget. People don't yes. pass through the Grand. No, no. If yeah, you're in the yeah. Grand, you're, you're staying there. You came to the Grand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but... There's still a lot of non-medios around, so you always gotta like differentiate ourselves a little bit. I know that that circle bar or the center bar, just when you come down the elevators, uh, there's a lot of people always kind of like, you know, just hanging out down there. Although some people are in the other tower, right, which comes down the escalator. Is that right? Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Everyone should be in the same tower. Oh, okay. Everyone's yeah. in the same tower this year? Okay. Because I remember, like, Ty was in a different tower than me. What? Yeah. And I don't... Well, maybe I was just in a different tower. You were in a different tower. Oh, that was... Yeah, okay. I was in the ivory tower. I was in the... Yeah. Right. 
me and John and our we get the presidential the El Presidente suite yeah. and the uh, the co-founder suite. Yeah. Uh, do, do you have any like other thoughts since the last time we podcasted that maybe like people didn't get? I think we covered quite a bit of it with the full schedule. I think we did. I don't remember. Uh, so on on mgawc.com now there's a know before you go. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, let's I'll pull that up real know quick. Before you go post, and there is one thing I left out of that that I meant to put in. Yeah. And we may have covered it on other podcasts, but the fact that we are playing the courses as they were originally oh. designed this year. Yes. So that's just know before you go so you don't play the wrong course but you will play Lexington the whole way through and Concord the whole way through uh, and you play one course one day the next course the other day don't so, screw that up I'm curious about this so I, I do I like it because um, it, there is kind of a weird jarring effect of like being on one course and suddenly switching to they, right. they're not massively different right? but they feel different yes. right uh, since we made the change where we've decided what the tee boxes are, I think that's closed the gap a little bit. Yeah. But it's like the the rough is different on one side. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that kind of changes things up. Now, do you think, though, that there's anything we haven't thought through that we're like, you know, one day... I mean, everyone's going to have to play all 36 holes, obviously. Right. Uh, but do you think, like psychologically that could mess with somebody maybe who's winning on day one and then realizes oh i'm going to the harder course now or something like that that adds an interesting wrinkle to it true because we're going to split people evenly down the down the global money list would be like a b a b a b a b so okay so the the talent will be evenly distributed (laughs) good i like my talent evenly distributed yes uh so it's it's just it's you know luck of the draw which one you play first which one you play second weather looks like it's going to be the same both days so that's good yep uh, somewhat chilly with somewhat chilly a little bit of wind yeah uh, but it's not so when I looked it up it said twelve miles per hour that's not bad. that feels like normal yeah that's regular golf wind exactly so yeah I I'm kind of thinking though that I feel like I'm going to play better because of this. Okay. Because I definitely noticed last year, on the first day anyway, which, you know, there's other reasons I struggled that day. Yeah. Just getting my ass kicked was one of them. But I definitely noticed that, like, when the rough changed, my first couple swings out of the new rough were not great. Like, I just, I wasn't, I don't remember if right. we played, like, the, the thicker stuff first or what, but I just remember a couple of really bad shots because suddenly it was like, Oh wait a minute! I got to think about this yeah. in a new way. So that, luckily, we're done with that. So that's good. That's a big change. What other? Are there any other major changes this year? Outside of that, uh, we do have senior tees available. This oh year. yeah, that's right. So and, and the ladies, I'm going to actually tell them about their tees before the last second when they head out. <laughs> which is usually like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. sorry. Oh, wait, oh wait. by the way, yeah. wait, wait, wait. you can play the ladies' tees. Yeah. So, so what are the ladies' tees? Well, so what, are they marked? Ladies' tees, they will use the the actual tee markers of, uh, that the course puts out. So on Revere, that is bronze tees, mm-hmm. and on Arroyo for the Bourne area, that is green tees. The senior tees, 
And obviously, to play ladies tees or to play senior tees, your regular MGA handicap must be based on those tees. So mm -hmm. to play the senior tees, you must yeah, play senior tees Yeah, I feel like people listening, events. a few guys listening just got 10 years older right yeah, now. Right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, your, your handicap must be based on senior tees. And seniors will be able to play one tee box for the next marked tee box ahead of the MGA tee. The so official we'll, MGA tee Yeah, we'll have our official custom tee markers. Some of them will be on gold, some may be on silver. So if if the official one's on silver, the senior can actually go up to bronze for that hole. But just basically one marked tee box ahead of wherever our markers are. All right. Uh, so Is try, there, try what's... not to be ageist. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we're all getting a little oh, older. Yeah. <laughs> we're all getting a little older here. Yeah. Um, you know, I. What, what's the official rule? Like, is there like a? Is it like retirement where it's like sixty-five and suddenly you're allowed senior tees, or is it kind of just a? It's when you've given up. Okay. There, all right. There are some stubborn old men who won't give up yeah. and uh, want to keep playing the yeah. field tees, but eventually, I believe you get tired of hitting a three wood into every green, mm. and you make the move. And when you do that, you need a new MGA profile that is based on senior tees. So, yeah. Uh, so one thing I think the MGA is really good about, by the way, I'm just going to highlight this because I notice a lot of golfers when I'm just, when I'm out playing with the normies, right? The yeah. non-MGA people. Yeah. Uh, people play from the wrong fucking tee box, dude. Yeah. Like people all are like, oh, we're going to play for the blues. And then I'm like, okay, so we're going to make like a shit ton of eights and nines today. Is that right. what you're saying? <laughs> like. I've seen you golf, buddy. We should just play for the whites and have fun, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I always encourage people. It's like, why? Golf is already hard, dude. Why are you trying to make it harder on yourself, you know? It's like, what, now we're not even... Like, let's not tee up, you know? Let's just... <laughs> Driver off the deck. Driver off the deck. Turn the blues. Yeah, like, it's just... Golf is fucking hard, man. So, I think anything that can give you a more enjoyable experience while still being fair, obviously... I think is I'm a fan of. I'm sure. in favor of. Well, it helps helps pace of play too, which you know exactly. we're all fans of. Yes, <laughs> we we really want to emphasize this this year, guys, because it is a little cooler than normal. Uh, we are post the time change, so sun's going to be setting earlier, and uh, we all got to think about that and, and be what, ready to what go. What time is it right now? Right now it's 4.46 and it's pretty, I don't think I could play golf right now. No, yeah. we, we couldn't play golf right now and we are west of Vegas. So yes. it's darker in Vegas right, right now. now so. Yes, exactly. I mean, yeah. I can't even see the road and neither can John. <laughs> <laughs> driving by feel. <laughs> yeah. Driving by sound. Actually. Use the force, John, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, so I have a couple of like non-MGA just Vegas questions for you. All right. So... I don't think I've really seen you do a lot of it, but when you do gamble, yeah. do you have a, are you a system guy? Do you have like a thing you always do? I used to be a system guy. I would play blackjack. Okay. I would start with a hundred dollars. Would you do the like double the bet every time you lose thing? Cause well, that's doesn't work. By systems, I mean play extremely cautiously. Uh, as soon as I five was- $5 at a time. As soon as I was up, Maximum fifty bucks. I'd quit Start and never get freaking out and leave. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. looks like I'm getting a phone call right now. Let's see if this is a. I don't know if this is a media or not. It's a four one five number. Unrecognizable. I'm not picking that shit up. Uh, so if, if it was Diego, by the way, I would answer. He gave me shit, 
because yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I called a bunch of medios at like when it was like twelve thirty for me the other night, but I guess for oh, yeah. some of them it was like three thirty. <laughs> nice. And every single and I left a voice message with every single one of them. Sure. This was I had had a couple of drinks because I was working on audio and I was. You know, make it old fashions, working on audio. There you go. And uh, and then suddenly I was just got real hyped about the MGA. So I just I was like, I got a call. Like eight or nine people right now. Uh, but well, here's the good news. Some of them called me the next day. I was literally on the phone with Todd when Diego called. So I didn't answer Diego. And then he got mad at me. Sure. <laughs> he was like, oh, what? Now you don't pick up the phone? <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I interrupted your system. Uh, so cautious quick to get up and leave exactly and, okay. and it always worked man yeah. I was always, I'd get up 50 bucks and quit and then actually changed my system based on a story that occurred at the world championship okay uh, one of the villagrins from LA had an epic night hangover-esque night where he had four dollars left yeah was shit-faced but barred dollar from the woman next to him to play one hand won it gave her her money back ended up winning like 16 grand or something what yeah Jesus. showed up the next day in like a polyester shirt money, <laughs> money symbols like on a it limo dropped him yeah. off at the course yeah and and i was just like well that's never going to happen for me if I'm always you quitting gotta as soon as You got to get down to $4 first. Yeah. yeah. So I decided to just go for it from now on and I've never left up since. Oh, okay. So, so that's not not a system for it's everybody. It's not a good system. <laughs> yeah. No. It's a system that works sometimes. Yeah. And when it does though, it's pretty epic. It's pretty epic. So my system lately has been don't play blackjack, don't play uh, like roulette, don't play any of that shit because I just lose. Sure. Try to play some poker because I always win. Okay. And if there's a medio that I haven't really chilled with at, at craps, do that and then suddenly be up a bunch of money because that somehow, like I have to wait until it's just like, I'm just there for the guy. Like I'm not, I'm just there at to craps. hang and have some fun. Yeah. Okay. If I'm like, trying to play if i'm like i gotta go play some craps like yeah. i will lose every time yeah. but if it's like all right you're there i'll throw 40 bucks in okay. this is what happened last year i hadn't seen greg who's an austin mga -er, okay who's not here unfortunately this year but we do have the entire top five of the austin mga wow. is in vegas i'm number five that actually on that list no you're san francisco now. well but i'm still fifth on the austin okay. money list yeah uh, but I am Team SF. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. I've always been Team SF 100% of the time right. my entire life. Never. Um, for the world. <laughs> so, Greg, but I hadn't literally, it was Greg's first year. I hadn't seen him the entire weekend up to this point. And this was Friday night, right? So we only have like that night and then I knew he was leaving. I think he was one of those I'm leaving Saturday okay. pretty much after the tournament. So it was like... 1.30 we have to golf it I don't know we have to be at the bus at 6.30 I'm like that gives me a good solid chunk of craps time right yeah. so I plunked down I think like 60 bucks it was like all the money in my wallet basically and it was the $5 minimum table and we played until about 4am oh, uh, at which point 
Greg bought an Adderall pill from the kids who were playing next to us <laughs> because he realized he had only two hours to sleep. Uh, and then I picked up all my money and I had about $400. Wait, which night was this? This was Friday night. Okay. And then the next, and then I went up to my room, laid down, and within about an hour or so, the alarm was going off. Uh -huh. So I got up. Yeah. And then I shot 80. <laughs> <laughs> I was just yeah. That's why I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, this timeline's not adding up. No, that's, I mean, it was, yeah. So my that, system now for uh -huh. Saturday is don't sleep, basically. Um, and then fucking shoot an 80, right? Wow. I don't see how that can't work every single time. Yeah. But I do have to figure out, maybe I have to do that Thursday night now because I have to, I have to, this is my big thing. I have to figure out how to shoot well on Friday. I can't do it. I can't seem to do it. Yeah. Yeah, you're a day, day two kind of guy. I'm huh? a day two guy, yeah. Uh, but I have to try to win for Team SF, so maybe that'll motivate me right. uh, to get up for Friday. So, we'll see. So, okay, so that's the system. Are you going to go for the $4 system this year, I, or are you going to go for, for the classic Tim and John system? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I haven't done the Tim and John for a while. <laughs> yeah? I, I don't even know if it would still work. Okay. Yeah, so. Just over here doing the Tim and John. <laughs> it's like a fucking All dance sheepish. move, Tim. <laughs> Uh, all right, any other, uh, like, things you're really looking forward to this year? Like, just Vegas-wise, not MGA-wise, but things you like to do when you come to Vegas? Uh, I am looking forward to Saturday night because mm. I tend to stress a little bit as this week goes on. Yes. Peaking, uh, well, actually Saturday night, at the awards ceremony. And it's, then the moment the, that is over. Yes. The, the massive weight is lifted off my shoulders mm -hmm. and it's time to get fucked up. Yes. Which I don't do during the week and I don't do at home anymore because I have a two-year-old. So mm. I have a feeling this you know, Saturday he, night. He's two. Be, he doesn't know if you're fucked up. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's a good point. Should I follow the Vegas sign? Yeah, yeah. I think we should definitely take the one that says Vegas. Okay. Uh, San Bernardino does seem fun, but... You know what? Everybody, <laughs> redirect your flight. San Bernardino San Bernardino, here. here we come. Uh, so, so, yeah, I mean... Yeah. So I, I am... I'm, I'm, I always look forward to that uh, Saturday night where it's, you know, another successful year, which the stress is completely unfounded at this point. We it have, always works out. We have 14 years of it always turns out fucking great. Yes. I could probably not stress about it, but I just, I, I put a lot of pressure on myself to make sure everyone has a good time. Yeah. And come Saturday night, I generally feel like everyone had a good fucking time and now I can enjoy myself. So everybody there, everybody listening, just tell John that you're having a great fucking time <laughs> every time you see him, all right? Uh, I actually, here's what's funny. I have gotten more, I've gotten closer to your method over the years because uh -huh. well actually the first few years i wasn't drinking at all um that's right if you remember i think it was like the first good good two three years or something i don't, I don't remember i i was i didn't drink for five years um and this was right around the time when we started doing it but uh then when that when that changed i was kind of a well, let's just get fucked up on the first night. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then, like, you know, the problem is that then progressively more people show up who want to buy you drinks. Right. 
Right. And so, you know, that just kind of bleeds into the entirety of the trip, turns into kind of this, you know, one long binge, essentially. So in the last few years, because we play so much golf, it's four days of golf for some people. Uh, I, I try to take the first couple nights real easy. And then Friday, I'm going to like buy a six pack on the course and I'm going to basically like drink beer the entire time. The big thing though, is don't, don't <laughs> get, let people like give you like shots of fireball or whatever the fuck they brought out with them because day drinking with hard alcohol makes sloppy evenings happen. <laughs> so I've kind of, I've tried to kind of move into that and then yes. And then that Saturday is truly epic. Yeah. When you when you just kind of let it all go. I want to tell a Saturday John story. This is not a timid Uh-oh. John story. Okay. Because this is what I remember the first <laughs> time when I was like, oh yeah, the, John really does let loose on Saturday. This was the year that we were at the punk house. We were staying at the punk house. Uh-huh. And I think it was the first year at the punk house. So we had done the party there. Then everything happens. Saturday happens. And I kind of like lost you for most of the night. I don't, we were hanging in different places or something. At the end of the night though, I remember this, uh, we kind of got, we got kicked out of the hotel or not kicked out, but a few people got cut off that were in my group of people. One, because one of the girls I was with, literally they, they handed her a drink. She took it mm-hmm. and then just, it slipped through her fingers as she stood there for a second. She, like, couldn't hold things anymore. She was, like, too drunk. I've been there, yeah. actually. Well, they yeah. don't cut you off in Vegas, which is a problem. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the, so we're like, all right, we got to go. Go back to the punk house. And you were with other people, but I guess around the same time came back. And you were... You were... <laughs> You immediately decided that the, what you should do is all your clothes should come off and you should get... Or no, I don't even think you did take your clothes off. I think no, you just went so. to the roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you just got there and you said, I'm going to the roof. I'm jumping in the pool. And uh, you were just on the roof all of a sudden. And then you jumped in the pool in all your clothes. Uh, and then you were in the hot tub after that. I don't remember how long the pool lasted, but not very long. Then it was hot tub time. But you were, <laughs> you were sitting in the hot tub and every now and then you would just... You would just drop under the water. It just kind of start disappearing. And we were like, I think John is just passing out in the water. <laughs> like, so we were like, we got to get him out. We took you into the, be- the bedroom you were sleeping in. And as soon as we got into that room, uh, you were like, oh, I go out this window. I'm going to get on the roof. As <laughs> he started trying to climb out the window to go onto the roof to jump into the pool again. Luckily, we were able to stop you. I think as soon as you hit the bed, like that was it. You were done. Uh, and then Todd laid all of your clothes out, all of your wet clothes and everything like on the uh, putting green. I so the next a morning, picture of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the next morning you were able to find that. But that was, uh, yeah, that was pretty epic. I ended up that night staying up all night. Sure. And at about six in the morning when the sun came it's your up. system. Yeah, yeah. It's part of my system. Yeah. Uh, about six in the morning, me, Todd, and my girlfriend at the time, Sammy, went back to the casino <laughs> and uh they remembered us and they weren't going to serve us so we just went to the bar like on the other side of the casino and uh it was fine yeah we just yeah. kept going so that was a good year that was nice. a fun one this year we'll see what stories you guys make uh everyone can have their fun saturday story 
Although I just found out something that apparently people do. People red eye out on Saturday night. Like crazy I people. I don't get it. I like what if either. you if you win the belt? Yeah. And you are booked for a red eye on Saturday night. What do you do? Do you actually do you cancel leave? that flight? Yeah, right. You have like, to. You have to. Yeah. How do you get a, a hero's celebration Saturday night if you're on a red eye home? I mean, maybe somebody on the plane will say, like, congratulations, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> but if you stay in Vegas, that's not you enough. get surrounded by medios right. all night congratulating you and telling you that you're the best. Yeah. You're the best of the medios that year. Uh, other things I'm looking forward to in Vegas, by the way, I always, one of my favorite things on Fremont Street is just eating shitty food all weekend. So, looking forward to, like, White Castle, <laughs> Denny's. Just eating like an asshole for a yep. weekend because I don't when I'm at home. I tend to try to eat like normal dinners, you know, normal meals. But that's going out the window, and we're just we're going for it. Yeah, I mean you got to do got to do White Castle at least once. Yeah, because we don't have White Castle. In no, that's true. California, right? Yeah. Like the the people coming from places where there are White Castles, like. Why? Yeah, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. It's awful. It's just something about those crispy little burgers, yeah. man. Uh, crispy. Well, the crispy onions on the burgers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, and then last thing before we go, before we get back to serious driving here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, any predictions for this year? Any medios you're watching out for? Uh, your own golf game? How do you think you're going to do? Anything like that? I, I have five penalty strokes right now. We were talking about this. That feels very fair it feels okay you feel I've like been, you deserve I, those penalties yeah I've been I've been toying with my swing and there are days where it feels like maybe I should have another stroke or two and then there were multiple days this round where I shot uh, 100 over 105 wow so anybody who shoots over 105 Five penalty strokes can never be called unfair. Like, mm -hmm. oh, this guy should have more strokes. Like, no, I could shoot 105 mm -hmm. during round one. So, chill out. If I have a good fucking round, yay, yay me, you know? Uh, but I feel, for me, I, I'm not going to play day two unless I'm... Unless you shoot, like, 81 like, on yeah, day one, like, like last year? Last year, shot an 81, obliterated the guy I was playing in the... Uh, I don't remember who that guy crowd. was. That was Willie. Couldn't have been me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I had I had to play round two, and I shot uh, uh, ninety six or something, and okay. I fucking worked for it. You still got in the money though. I did. I yeah. finished T eleven, and that kind of tiny big check is proudly displayed mm. on my dresser. I actually, I that's the first time in a long time I have. Uh, cashed a check at the world championship so for sure i'm going to display that so you're you're thinking but if you come out hot on day one then you got a shot i i no no <laughs> no, no I shot, shot. Right. i don't have a shot all right all right any other medios that you're that you think well this guy's playing pretty good right now he can do it i mean obviously we don't see all the medios from the from the world right there's yeah. there's all the statistic statistically strong ones that you'd yeah. have to think the global money leader coming in uh, has got a good shot but uh, it's who fucking knows man like yeah. there, there are guys in our chapter who do okay 
And then they fucking come to Vegas and they're a whole other fucking person, Scott yeah. Sanders. <laughs> like, dude has two runners up in yeah. Vegas, I think. Yeah. And I, does not, he have a runners up in San Francisco at all? He's not a perennial contender generally in San I Francisco. Mean, so uh, he, just, he, he plays plays well on the big stage. All right. And uh, so you can never count him out. You always play well here on one of the days. On one of the days. Got to figure. Right I do have a second place at the world. I do I have two second yeah, places at Worlds. Two seconds. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I got a shot. I got a shot. I, I'm going to predict. I'm going to say that I'm going to have one good day again. And now it really just depends on is my second day going to be absolute shit or is it going to be like kind of all right. And right. then I actually compete. Uh, but I only have two strokes right now. So that's the best odds I've had in a long time to you, to do well. I'll tell you uh, what I'm really interested to see is how Dallas does defending the Chapters Cup mm, because they fucking set a crazy record last year. Because Chapters Cup, everyone, is the best three scores from your entire chapter of your players who are playing in the, the World yeah. Championship field. Uh, and Dallas just fucking set a new record last year that I don't know if it'll ever be well broken. they they bring a lot of guys which helps your they odds do. quite a bit uh, and they have a, a pretty decent core of guys who tend to shoot fairly well so they had they have less guys this year they said uh, okay but, so uh, Vegas has a lot of guys San Francisco has a lot of guys yeah uh, what other chapters are bringing like the most uh, yellow knife has a lot yellow knife has a lot of guys okay like an Arctic Circle represent is it yellow knife's year could yeah. it be could it be um, I I'm gonna make one bold prediction that the the belt comes back to San Francisco Wow yeah that is bold yeah it's been a while it's been a fucking while it's been a while it's been a while uh, and <laughs> and I but here's the thing. I was gone for a while. Okay. Now I'm back. All right. So the belt's coming back. Okay. Maybe not with me, but with somebody from San Francisco. That's what, that's my prediction. I also predict that San Francisco will win the Medio Cup. Okay. Chapters Cup, I, I'm, I think Dallas will will defend. You think so? I think so, yeah. I, I just, even with a little less players, they just seem to have the magic. Uh, plus, there's also, what, North Dallas and DFW? So I guess they kind of have two shots at it, right? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Dallas hotbed of mediocre hotbed. golf. Yeah. yeah. And uh, last prediction, um, I predict, and I need your help, Medios, I predict nobody will get hurt this year. <laughs> Nothing weird is going to happen. There will be no guys with BB guns. There will be no... No head-on collisions. No head-on collisions. There will be no any of that. Everyone's going to be chill, and we're all going to have a great time. I want you all to think about this and remember this. As you're heading towards another golf cart, full <laughs> throttle, thinking, man, it would be funny if I played chicken with this guy. It wouldn't. You're it drunk. It wouldn't be it, funny. It's not funny. No. No. Yeah. Not at all. Not even a little bit. There's uh, there's like five or six times when things have happened at the MGA, and every single time, the reason why is because somebody thought they were being hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and every single time, nobody thought it was funny. So, you know what's really funny? What's really funny, John? What's funny? Getting home safe and sound at <laughs> night. <laughs> 
If you do that, the morning star. If you do that, I will fucking laugh my ass off. Uh, all right, any last words? We're almost there, baby. It is I guess stopped, it's time. It stopped raining. It stopped raining. It's a good That's sign. That's a good sign. Good fucking sign. It's getting warmer outside. It's 61 degrees now. Hell yeah. Things are looking up. Things are looking good. Vegas, baby, Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. All right, we will see all of you in Vegas this weekend for the MGA World Championship 2022 and the Born Harry 2022. It's going to be a damn good time. For El Presidente John Lucky Kick Morley, my name is Trey Willie Dills, coming to you live from the car. We will see all you guys very soon.